0: what's up everybody this is carmine davis and you are listening to the carmine davis show what is uh what is up okay so i don't got a lot of time okay um i got a lot of shit to do before i get ready for my best friend malik's birthday um he's in dallas um so i'm gonna be going there this weekend so i'm gonna have to hurry up y'all this shit. Load this shit on y'all. Gym drop. You know what I mean? And peace out. But before we do all that, if you're new to the show or if you're one of them stragglers, if you listen to us every week and you will not follow or subscribe to the show, make sure you do that right now. Hit that follow button. Hit that bell button. Do what you got to do to stay in tune. Stay informed on the show. Um, and Make sure you rate, review, comment. Uh, do everything that you can to... um. Move the show along. We did really, really good last week. I'm really proud of our numbers. We're growing and growing and growing every week. I feel like I say that all the time. But it's just really, really rewarding to see, um, I don't know. Like, have you ever made something out of nothing? You know what I mean? Like, it it just feels amazing, and I can't do it without you guys. And I'm just thankful for every listener every week. And God bless all y'all. But, um. Enough of that kumbaya. Let's talk some trash, okay? So, um, let's hop right into it. Um, let's get into this hot topic. So, this hot topic is brought to you from LoveBeScott.com. Shout out to LoveBeScott. Um, from the beginning, um, always been an affiliate. Ti calls out minions who are stealing his style. Now we talk about Ti a lot on the show. Not the best in the best spotlight and that's a sh- because i and that's a shame because prior to this last like I would say like three years I feel like I was such a TI fan and lately he's just been kind of uh, becoming someone who I really can't stand I, I I consider him a member of the group of um the League of the um extremely disappointing gentleman, um with um him and Tory Lanez and Chris Brown, like them niggas that's always in some shit. Okay, but I kind of have to agree with him for with this. Okay, so all right, here we go. So did you know Ti has minions? We didn't, but according to him, he does. He has so many minions that he felt the need to go to Instagram to call them out. Um, on Wednesday afternoon, the embattled ATL rapper hit up Instagram to call out individuals who he believes are abiding his style. You can't compete with the person you're stealing your style from, the message read. Tip didn't identify his alleged copycats, but expanded on his criticism with a three-point message. The Post left many fans scratching their heads, with many calling on T.I. to provide some context to the statement. Was he calling on anyone specific or was he simply, a gen- was this a simply a general statement on the lack of individuality within the industry? Judging by T.I.'s tone, it's safe to assume it was the former. However, it's unclear what prompted the post. Um, the message comes as T.I. faces a number of controversies and highly publicized scandals. The 40-year-old entertainer sparked outrage last month when he defended the baby against bullies, quote unquote, within the LGBTQ community. The drama began after the baby was slammed for his homophobic and misinformed remarks at Rolling Loud Miami and an incident that resulted in the baby losing multiple performance gigs and brand partnerships. Why do words cause such a vis- visceral reaction that will lead to someone trying to attack, villainize, demonize, crucify, condemn, and like that That shit is like, now you bullying, T.I. said on Instagram. We all stood up on behalf of gays and lesbians and people in the gay community because we thought it was some bullshit for y'all to have to be bullied. But I don't think any of us did that to feel like you would now have the authority to come and bully us. <sighs> Earlier this year, it was, <laughs> I had, okay, first of all, I-, I have to chuckle because I had no idea that he, he said that. <laughs> that is some stupid shit. Okay. Um, earlier this year, it was confirmed that T.I. and his wife, Tamika Tiny Harris, were being investigated for alleged sexual assault. One of his accusers was identified as Sabrina Pe- Peterson, who claims the couple forced multiple women to take drugs and have sex with them. Um, Ti is on the internet worried about the wrong things. Um, there's a link, of course, so you can see the post and read this yourself. Um, because it might just be too good to tr- be true. Um, but I okay. Let's put all that aside. Okay. Um, Ti has been wrong about uh majority of the things that he's opened his mouth about but there are I, I i will say ti's got daughters you know what i mean like he's got a bunch of daughters out here in this industry like i feel like a lot of people came up after him i can't immediately name so <laughs> so maybe i should just shut the fuck up while i still have the chance um but i'm gonna think about it i'm gonna think about it i'm gonna think about it long and hard you know uh, but I do believe he's got daughters because T.I., what T.I. did for Atlanta and Atlanta Rap. Okay. I will say, okay, okay. I'll say Lil Baby is a T.I. daughter. You know, he's a daughter of T.I. Um, Because T.I. really did bring rap to an Atlanta, um, what, what, <laughs> I look, bitch, I don't even I don't even believe the shit I'm trying to say. No, but no, no but for real. No, 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 no. All jokes aside, I Lil Baby to me reminds me of TI because they both are Atlanta rappers who um take very um they <laughs> How do you um, <laughs> I they it could be that I'm exhausted. I've been working a lot. Okay. So, but it could be, I, I, okay. Or it could be that he does not have any daughters and I'm just bullshitting. But I think little Baby is T.I.'s daughter because they are both, y'all know what I'm trying to say. If you, if you pick up what I'm trying to say, you get it, but you just can't put your finger on it. They both rap. <laughs> I tried to. I tried. But Lil Baby is a T.I. daughter. I can't really put my finger on why right now. I, it could be a mixture of me exhaustion. But T.I., Lil Baby is T.I.'s daughter. Um, they both are southern rappers who have an emphasis on lyrical content. They also still talk about... It's, they, they have similar subject matter um they both kind of the way that TI pivoted the game and immediately went to business since a little bit shortly after his first album he became a brand very quick he showed these um niggas how to move like a Jay-Z um would um a Jay-Z would in from if he was from Atlanta if that makes any sense like TI is the king of the south the king of atl and i believe that because nobody from atlanta was doing it like him um who those girls are i don't know (laughs) i know little baby's one of them and i'm sitting on that maybe the baby but i don't know But I am a little confused about who's directly competing with him. I guess he's going to have to uh, explain that himself. I don't know. And it wouldn't be the first time that T.I. got online and talked about a bunch of shit that don't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, come on. Like, it's it's T.I., you know? But T.I. do got daughters, y'all. He got a few daughters. Um... And Lil Baby's one of them. I can't think of the other ones, but Lil Baby's one of them. So, y'all can just let that go. He do got daughters. And and um, that's that. <laughs> T- tweet me. Come on, y'all. Like, help me out. I'm not crazy. See, I do got daughters. I just don't know who they are. You know, I can't really put my finger on them. Wouldn't Amigos be like a group full of T.I.'s daughters? Well, no, I don't, I would say lyrically, T.I. is very sharp. Um, T.I. kind of taught these niggas from the South how to pivot the game and become, Um, because before T.I., I felt like a lot of Southern rappers were not business sense. Not even T.I. Like when T.I. first came, we're not, oh, that's, that's Bone Crusher. I'm exhausted. Okay, did I mention that? Um, what was it? Uh, what was Ti's? Um, the? Well, who I be? Rubber band man. I thought Tyler, man. Like you know, before all that, like that era, Ti's career. Um, it was he was similar to other Southern rappers where it wasn't an emphasis on it was they were all street. It was about keeping it real. Y'all remember? Um, who else was back then? had a little similar vibe all of them were similar but Tia really kind of pivoted and gotten his his whole lane you know what i mean like his jay-z uh shit you know he wanted to immediately align he started wearing the business suits the button downs um brand partnerships uh, going to top tier pop acts he started collaborating with some of the hottest names in pop. You know, he immediately became, or shortly after became a pop star and a household name and was on movies and all that rather kind of quickly. Wasn't in like his second or third album. I think it was I'm Serious and and then um, T.I. versus T.I.P. You know, like he he had concept albums. He had tours, joint ventures, all kind of things. T.I. is not completely... Wrong About this I just can't really name them Tweet me at Carmine Davis um, Instagram.com Carmine Davis Instagram.com Carmine Davis show We know T.I. Be On some shit But Can we keep it real For a second And just be like Alright T.I. You got daughters You know what I'm saying Like I hear you girl Give her her 10s You cannot Knock T.I.'s um, Impact on rap Um, it's his disgusting, repugnant lifestyle that we frown upon. T.I. has delivered some, and I don't really, honestly, I don't really know why we haven't, he's, like I said, the league of an extraordinarily disappointing gentleman. Like, he is among that crew where we just don't understand why, why have we not canceled them yet? They'd be doing and talking crazy, and we'd just be like, "Oh okay, even t i coming up and speaking on the the baby that statement was crazy That was crazy, like how is someone saying how that's <laughs> y'all like whatever, okay, so I really okay let's move on because. I feel like I talk about them way too much. Okay, let's move on um, to the second segment, which is the love. I mean, the the artist spotlight. I talk about music that I love, artists, bands, uh, albums, concepts, um, concerts, and um, ideas that I have. But y'all know. Now I could talk about. I should have done a podcast just focusing on this show alone encore b2 presents the encore is on a season finale tonight i have not watched it i never watch the show when it drops the night of it and so and i never watch it the day after so i never really get to tell and talk about it like i want to um but they dropped the blueprint album tonight the group blueprint and there is um Shamari the Cherish twins in the middle and Keely Williams on the album cover. Of course, if you don't, spoiler alert, um, if you have not caught up on the show, a lot of my friends have not begun to watch it. I am like the town crier when it comes to the show. Everyone needs to watch this shit. It's my type of mess. I is C-list approved and more than one way. These bitches are crazy. Do you fucking hear me? And I spoke um, out of turn. Like I, I I have the right to do. I've done that sometimes. Um, and I've I've said that I didn't think that they were gonna get an album. I didn't think there was gonna be projects. I didn't think there was gonna be an album or anything like that. They showed me wrong, but it's somewhat right because it wasn't the original nine bitches in the house. Um, they just went to the four, which ideally was what Aubrey said should have been in the first place. It's just that the Cherish twins carried the whole thing out. And when I say they carried the whole thing, it's basically the Cherished Sisters featuring um Black and uh, like the voice of of Black and then um Prometheus You know, like Keely Williams um comes in every now and then. Okay, so let me i'm I'm here to talk about the album. I haven't watched the season finale yet. I probably will if I can't get to sleep um after I wrap this up, but one, okay, so, I don't want them. I want to just go ahead and say I don't want them to keep going. I want this to stop. Um, I wanted to stop badly. I want them to hot. This is cool. okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I get it. It was a great show. They needed an album. It's cute. Um, it's giving a very much um, what people thought Danny Kane would give, but they didn't. you know, Danny Kane actually produced great albums. Um, blueprint is not good. Um, it's okay. I went through it and I listened to it. It's an EP, and I want it to not a, a EP meaning extended the plan. I don't want it to extend any further. I want it to stop. I want them to go ahead and just like, okay, yay, you know, we did it. We finished. We look good. Um, we sound decent together, for a number of reasons. One, uh, I want them to stop because this is a cherish album. Ideally, it is what cherish. A third Cherish album, four girls. Um, The Cherish Twins are in the middle of the album cover. Pam from Total is featured on that one song, which I knew was coming. Because for the majority of the song, they were all secular. The songs of the Cherish Twins, which they wrote from the top to the bottom, they are the only ones with the writing credits, um, I think, from the whole album. I think Pam might have written on one of the the gospel songs that she's on. They were all kind of pushing towards a secular sound. Pam was literally pushing away from a secular sound. Like, she was doing the complete opposite of what they wanted. Um, So, which I knew that that was doomed. Like, she made no qualms from the beginning. Like, she wouldn't even let Aubrey O'Day touch her. You know what I'm saying? Like Like, hug her, embrace her. Because... She was not down with that gay shit. She was not down with that Simmons shit. So when you're doing um when you got the cherished girls uh at the helm of, of of this whole project, they are spearheading this project, whether they wanted to admit it or not. Um they might as well have been the A and R. I'm sure I saw that it was released under Blueprint Inc. uh I'm sure that it was Blueprint Inc is owned by um the Cherish twins, you know i I think that they they are the they are some of the stars of the show, I think Nivy and them like it was it was a group effort on as far as reality show is concerned, but as far as music, the Cherry sisters did it their voices are prominent on the album, maybe because it's two of them, and they sound just the same um I, they might have ideally from a from an i'm gonna to i'm gonna review it from an artist's perspective. A producer, like um, a, a musically inclined person's perspective. And then I'm going to review it from a listener's perspective. Okay, from an artist's perspective, they might have divvied up all the parts evenly. But because Cher- the Cherish Twins' voices are so similar, they wrote it in their voices. They wrote it in the style of the Cherish Girls. The tracks are very much what Cherish was doing anyway. Um, Because I listened to Cherish. Like, I've listened to their, like, music aside from, like, the two twins after the group was over. Which I thought was weird that they were releasing music under the Cherish name. How did that happen? You know what I mean? Like, how do you leave a group? Like, sort of, like, somewhat, like, in vogue. You know what I mean? Like, how they... Debo, the name, they had to go to court, maybe. I don't know. I have to look that up. How did Cherish end up recording, like, a couple of EPs? The Cherish twins ended up recording a couple of EPs under the Cherish name. But anyway, so ideally, they basically did the same thing. Like, they recorded a whole album under Blueprint and just had those girls feature, like, come in and out. Shamari's voice is the an, another prevalent voice in it. Um, But they literally, you can, in Keeley... <sighs> keely 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 okay um they're a part you can tell from an artist perspective how the album was rushed the ep was rushed they maybe did they were and you can see it on the show the girl bitches was leaving the house left and right you know they were uh kind of dealing with what they were dealing with they were they, some people wanted to be on the song some people weren't uh So it was clearly rushed. The lyrical uh, point of this album was kind of, it was very dull. I mean, it was okay. Passive. Especially from a group of pioneering women. I was a little bit disappointed. Only because these are, all those girls in the house are pioneers in some sense of their style. Um, They Basically, all of them kind of ushered in Aubrey, Total, I mean, Pam, um, Total Pam from Total, even the Cherish Girls. They kind of all really, all ushered in a sound or were pioneers of a sound. So the fact that this album, 30W, like the fact that this album was so uninspired kind of irked me a little bit. The vocal, the vocals on the album, the Cherish girls were, you could literally hear from an artist's perspective who, like I said, it was written top to bottom for Cherish. Um, and it was clear in the vocal performances. Shamari did her best, but you can hear where they were literally pushing her voice to sound more Cherish-like. And Keely you heard the auto-tune in everything that she did. And they didn't even try to even it out, melodine it out, or anything. She sounded like a robot on all her parts, which annoyed the shit out of me. Because y'all are hit-making producers. If y'all, y'all can fix Justin Bieber's voice, y'all can fix Keely's. They put her in a little Pro Tools machine and went on by their business. Like, they didn't even try to make Keely sound decent. Melodyne her voice, even it out, smooth it out. Even as a, just a listener, I feel like you can, you can, it felt like T-Pain was on the album. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and T-Pain don't even do that anymore. Like, he's learned to melodyne his voice and smooth it out. They literally have Keely sounding like Robo Girl on all her parts, which are clear that they knew she was off on all the out, and it's, it probably is hard for Keeley's low ass voice to sing in the key where the Cherish girls were singing. So they didn't even arrange anything with a group in mind. They didn't even bring the key down. It was sung. These are all Cherish songs, the Cherish twin songs, and they were just thrown in it for the group. And it's evident, like that, the push for the Cherish girls to be. I really want to see, like, they have to be executive producers or something on the show. Like, they have to be. Or they maybe were only, maybe they didn't, maybe they were the, they, they lost, maybe they, there had to be some kind of deal involved where those girls had these songs and they had to be the, I mean, they couldn't bring another songwriter in and bring them all in the mix and bring them, maybe there was a budget concern. Tweet me, tweet me at Carmine Davis. Um Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show, Instagram.com slash Car- um Carmine Davis. Like, let me know if you hear what I'm talking about. Because it just sounds like these these girls were these two girls were thrown onto a cherished twins album that was very uninspired. I would give it the album a C. It's not bad music. Uh would I do I want to listen to this shit again? No. Um as a as a listener, a music listener, I'm not mad at it. Like it's not something that. And even as an artist, I respect. Like I said multiple times. I, one thing I love about the show and this this encore, I want them to continue on with this because I respect all those women in the show. Um, I didn't want to hear them all together. And I I I'll be interested in seeing what they would do. Ah, uh, next go round, if they did a whole completely different cast, I hope that they would bring someone in to make them more jail more, show all their individual styles. um, the album was kind of and it was it was lackluster. I don't know what did y'all think? Let me know. Uh, I didn't like it. I'm going to keep it real. I'm not mad at it. Like, okay, you know, from an artist perspective, I try to get people... I try to respect people's artists and their vision. Uh, But you can't make me believe that Shamari is 100% in love with this project. And you can't make me believe that with Aubrey O'Day's inclusion and she was more of an active force. If I felt like they thought that this was something that they genuinely, truly loved... I feel like like, even Aubrey Aubrey O'Day on her own solo music and on her, even with Dumb Blonde and all of that, this album pales in comparison to what, like, anything that she's done with Dumb Blonde. So I felt like Aubrey O'Day leaving the project. And considering Aubrey O'Day was coming and shelling out really great ideas, ideally she came up with the concept to do two albums, which I felt like would have serviced this group better. Like two groups, like a blueprint and uh um uh the over thirty club, forty club, like Pam and the uh seven oh two sisters and um not Nivea. She would have been perfect in the original blueprint number. Hell, we could have put an um Who else left? Well maybe Nivea. We could throw her over there. No, I I want Nivea. Nivea's right in the middle. Maybe she could have been on both. I don't know. But I, 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 don't, and I don't like this They look good on the album cover. Uh, I'm not mad at that. Like I would probably put Shamari over there with Pam and them to spice it up a little bit. And I felt like her voice would have been a little bit more appreciated um, and complimented with their voices over there, and like it would have been like she would have definitely done a lot more heavy lifting. Um, Shamari would have definitely. She would have been more appreciated on that album I know we would have moved Nivea over here with the Blueprint girls Aubrey O'Day uh, The Cherish Twins And Nivea That's how I would have done it Because Nivea would have definitely brought A real R&B Like a real R&B A real R&B What I want to say she would have brought some real R&B, like, flavor to the record um, where the Cherish Twins and Aubrey O'Day would have gone very pop. And Shamar would have done the same thing. Like, she would have brought a nice pop smoothness to um, Pam's voice and Shamar, Other 70 Twins, um, hopefully far, far, far in the back. Like, maybe ad-libs. Like, I would have loved to hear the 702 girls do, yeah, you know, ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. How do they sound? Um, uh, you know, like, uh, like a real smoky moment on the albums. Like, um, you know, Pam, you know, um, and then, you know, had the 702 girls, uh, you know, lot ooh. Uh, and Shamara, yeah, you know, like uh, you know, uh, like a jumbo, and Sh- like Shamara kitten- would come in, and um, and then you know Pam would have came in, and you know, and behind, you, know, you know, and and get back to you, uh, uh, you know, and like let her and uh. uh uh, and and you know sh- uh, and then yeah you know it would have been real cute, and they would have got four songs, some heavy you know, inspiration. No music, maybe a, a a single mother's anthem, what it's like to raise kids, a real Tom Joyner morning show moment, like one real good song, and let these hoes over here hoe. You know what I mean? Like let Aubrey O'Day. I wanna surfboard. I want to, I want to dance. You know what I mean? Like we could have let Keely um, sit with her wine, you know, and, and instigate, you know, and talk shit to Aubrey O'Day, piss her off. And you know what I mean? Like everything would have been fine. Like I don't, this is a mess. i I will say, but I didn't expect anything else. I really do feel like Aubrey O'Day, Those girls knew that this was... Aubrey O'Day and Nivea kind of... I think they did the right thing. You know, not being involved. doing Giving them their reality show moment. Getting them their reality show check. um, Giving them some more memes. Some more... um, uh, A little popularity. And kind of got her out. Don't dedicate your voice to this album. Like, don't bring it a part of your legacy. You know what I mean? Nivea and Aubrey O'Day, for the most part, have... Really great. And Pam, too. Total have, have great discographies. 702, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were smart. Like, those four women have Pam uh, from Total, Aubrey O'Day, and the 702 girls have spotless discographies. 702, that even their last album, Star, Skates. Shout out to Mila. Okay, for holding them bitches down. When, uh, when Mila was over there and they did the first um, album release party, which I knew spooked the shit out of Aubrey Day. I knew Aubrey Day hurt that shit and was like, this is not hot. Bitch, I got to get the fuck up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Mila kind of told them girls, like, y'all over here doing the same shit that y'all you know, used to do to me. It ain't fun, is it? You know what I mean? Like, now y'all some other bitch's problem. Uh, You know, and she should have, like, if Mila was a real, real bitch, you can tell they really didn't really fuck with each other. It was a long time before they, since they've seen each other. Because she was just real, like, if they were really sisters, I would have told her. I said, well, you know, I would have been like, girls, I mean, y'all better let them girls sing and y'all better stop playing. And hug them and kiss them and went on about their business. Oh, girl, y'all not ready for that. You know, but I love y'all. You know, y'all need some. Y'all need to guide these girls. You know, maybe you should just give them some guidance. You know, I mean, they want. I mean, I tried to tell y'all that, that if if it's not Mila, they're not checking for y'all. And I would have drank my wine and carried on. Mila looked good in that little white pantsuit. You could definitely tell where the money was divided. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the, the truth is about girl groups. Is, this is new. I'm just ranting. But y'all y'all still feel me because I'm telling the truth. The truth about girl groups, you can always tell where the money's divided. If you look at the girls from 702, you look at the girls from SWV, you look at the girls from En Vogue. Shout out to En Vogue. You know, shout out to Dawn. You know, she said it herself. You can tell where the money's kind of divided and dispersed. And when a group, nobody's making money. When someone in that group has made was making all the money, and when someone, um, nobody, you know, like if somebody in the group was broke, and someone just finally got some money, you know, like later on, outside of the group, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like Mila was good. You know, they were boyfriend good. Mila was, I'm, I'm the singer good, and I got music soul child's baby, so I'm I, you know, I'm I'm good. I ain't got to do this shit no more. You know, I don't, I was on R&B divas. That was a cute little moment for me, but I did not have to, I don't have to argue with no bitches half my age to do it. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. Like, even like you look at Coco and the SWV girls. Um, Coco clearly has music checks. Like, Coco clearly is. I don't know if they're just because she said that before. How Coco didn't they say Coco made fifty percent while the other girls or what was it? It was fifty percent. The other girl spent twenty five percent, and you could tell the way Coco lives. Like Coco is good. She probably got a nice house in Dunwoody. You know, a nice little, um, maybe in a cul de sac. You know what I'm talking about? Like a real cute little. Um, I want to say, like maybe I'll give Coco ten thousand square feet. You know what I mean? Maybe a real cute. Um, not ten thousand square feet. I'll give Coco. I'm bullshitting. I'll give Coco a real cute. Um, I'm lying. Coco ain't never had ten thousand square feet of nothing, but she probably had a cute three thousand square feet condo, a nice upstairs three bedroom condo. You know what I mean? Like one of the rooms is her office. The other room is her, um, you know, her son's room and her room. A master bed and a and a na- oh a nasty den. You know, from because you know, y'all don't notice, but I know my I know Lily. Um, uh, me and Lily from SWV shop at the same Marshalls Out over there in Dunwoody by Perimeter Mall. We do. I'm gonna post a picture on the Carmond David Show Instagram. Make sure you follow, double tap that for me. Me and Lily shop at the same Marshalls. Y'all didn't know that, did y'all? That's my good girlfriend. <laughs> And um, I want to have her on the show. I'll, maybe th- that might be a good end. I don't know. I don't, I don't really don't know where my, this celebrity is coming from. I, sh- I talked to uh, so many people, and everybody got my million-one excuses or a lot of time constraints that I, don't, I can't rap with. Like, it's a mess. But it's going to happen. I'm going to land somebody. You know what I mean? Like, somebody going to want to talk, you know? But I'm not really stressed. But – Maybe I gotta try Lily because I know she got some good tea. I wanna to talk to Lee Lee, you know. But maybe I can get where find out where the money was dispersed. But I know Coco got an old nasty condo. Townhouse. Coco got an, a Coco got a badass townhouse. Um, some nice Pier peer one. Um, maybe what is that, Z Gallery? You know, Coco is giving you a nasty Z gallery and she her big pieces, you know, she paid paid in full. You know what I mean? Like she finally payments Coco got the money in that group. So I said all that because um I don't know why I said all that. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. I'm working my ass off, Um, but I'm going on holiday. I'm probably going to sleep, child, the first. It's just so exhausting because I got to do all this again. I got so much shit to do tomorrow. I got to run my ass to the DMV. It's so much shit I got to do. But I'm going to finish the show. Okay, so move on to the Love and Relationship and Sex segment where we talk about um, everything that makes you warm on the inside, everything that could make you a little bit warmer. And this week is no different. Um, This one comes from, this is a new one. It's from the Good Men Project. And I feel like a lot of times in relationships, I lately I've been thinking to myself, like, what is wrong with me? You know, like, what, why can't I have, or, or why do I keep attracting similar, whether, no matter what I do, I seem to attract similar partners. And I'm like, what, am, and then they always have similar outcomes. So I want to just like, what's wrong with me? So if you do these 10 things, you're the problem in your relationship. Doesn't sound like you. Are you sure? Um, recognize your own faults in relationships t- is hard. It's hard to see where you're the one doing something wrong. It is so much simpler to blame your partner and walk away guilt-free than it is to say you're the screwed up one who fucked up a great thing. Um, I can't do this anymore. You're toxic. You make me feel like I'm drowning. It's like being inside of a lightning storm with no end in sight. Um, these words, words and similar ones are not new things for people who have toxic behavior. Um, relationships are a lot of work, and if you're uh, maladjusted, selfish, and insecure, you're not exactly primed to be a good significant other. How can someone lean on you when it seems like you only care about yourself? Doesn't it sound doesn't doesn't it sound like you? Are you sure? Here are some dis- definite definitive signs <laughs> you're actually the problem in the relationship. Your go-to answer is no. Relationships require not just taking, but also giving. If your default answer is negative, no matter what the circumstances, you're the issue here. Whatever your partner is asking you, if it's, even if it's unreasonable or annoying as fuck, you should be willing to listen and consider it. When you love someone, you have to keep an open mind. If, you're clo- if yours is closed, your view is toxic. You self-sabotage for no reason. If you find yourself in constant fights in your head, spinning with chaotic thoughts, take a minute to reflect on why you're feeling the way this way. What exactly did your partner do? If you're self-sabotaging and causing problems in an otherwise happy relationship, you're the one with the problem here. Um, You let your partner do all the work. This applies to every work, the day-to-day responsibilities of the household and work within the relationship. Being a taker is easy and you may not even realize you've fallen into this role. If you're sitting around asking your partner to do things for you, bring you things and never do anything in return, you're not a good partner. You need to consider what you can do for your someone special. Try to do something loving and kind, however small, at least once per day. You go silent instead of talking about your feelings. Stonewalling your partner does not make you cool. It does not make you aloof and non-confrontational. It makes you a crappy, significant other. You may hate talking to things out, but that's too bad. If you're in a relationship, you have no choice. You can't just say, I don't want to talk about it. If you're not being open and instead of hiding in your room, reading or watching TV to avoid the other person you're dating, you're the problem here. Nothing gets resolved by ignoring it. You never say you're sorry. The key to everlasting love is being able to admit when you've done something wrong. If you don't know how to take responsibility for your actions, you can be sure your relationships will fail. It's a sign of maturity to apologize when you've done something shitty. If you can't even say you're sorry, maybe you're not ready for a committed relationship. You vent to your friends instead of working things out with your partner. Pretending everything is fine when you're with the person you're dating, only to turn around and talk a bunch of shit behind that person's back says a lot more about you than it does about your partner. Imagine if you found out the person you love was actively lying to your face and saying cruel things about you to his or her friends. Would you stay in the relationship? Venting to your friends is normal to a degree, but subjecting them to all your pent up rage is extremely unhealthy. You create drama for the thrill of it. If you're starting problems because you get off on the drama that is sick you might think it keeps a passion alive and the fire hot but you're going to burn right through each other in a relationship with bullshit like that you can't let things go do you find yourself rehashing the same things over and over with your someone special it's likely because you have the deep-seated insecurities that aren't being addressed if you want your relationship to survive you have to learn how to move on without forgiveness your relationships will slowly begin to dissolve bit by bit until the, there's nothing left but two incredibly unhappy people if you say you're over something be over it if you're not over it discuss those feelings and emotions with your partner to find a workable solution your partner is afraid to be honest with you is your partner unable to tell you things without you flying off the handle you are the problem. Your pent-up rage and inability to keep a level head are not due to your partner being a dick. It is because you don't know how to act like an adult. If your partner doesn't feel like he or she can be honest with you or for the fear of being chewed out, he or she will keep those things and those feelings to herself until it all comes exploding out. And then you're both in for a world of hurt. You try to change the person you're dating but never want to change yourself. In relationships, you and your partner should grow and learn from each other. Accepting each other unconditionally is, of course, a part of love. But living, learning, and changing over the years is a healthy and beautiful part of sharing a life together. If you enter into a relationship thinking you're going to change someone fundamentally and are completely unwilling to change um, yourself, you have an issue. You're not perfect. You're not fabulous and flawless. You're toxic. And those are the signs that you are the problem. And that is our show. I feel like some of that hit. Um, that's why I love doing this show. And I love getting these, reading these articles and all this, like raw, like straight from the, from the dome. So I can actually, as I minister to y'all, I minister to myself. Um, I haven't always been, I'm not always the best partner. I, I don't think I am exactly, I have toxic ways. I stonewall a lot, <laughs> um, but that's because I have my mouth is crazy, and I try not to say things that's gonna hurt someone's feelings. And a lot of times, a lot of guys will like prod you into telling them. Like my last situationship, he wanted to ask me a million one times are you sure are you okay are you okay are you mad are you blah blah blah? I feel like why am I the asshole like why do I feel bad and I'm like because you should and I would always it was just a mess But I'm too exhausted to think about it I am going to sleep I love y'all I will talk to y'all next week oh and y'all make sure that y'all follow subscribe rate and review this podcast share review do all that and i'll talk to y'all next week love y'all bye